0: Get ready to quit the build. <laughs> the QTB crew is rounding up all the gaming news and hot topics of the week with a
1: little extra something. And here are your hosts, Bruno and Nick. What it do? Welcome to the QTB podcast. We're so glad you could join us. My name is Bruno and with me as always is my childhood friend and co-host Nick. Nick Kosnik. Nick, what's
2: up? Oh, that's nice. I like it. I, I like having a nickname that starts with Nick and also ends, ends with, with Nick. Nick. Yeah. 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 I,
1: was, I was thinking to myself, if there's any way I could fit both your first name into your first name that's not your first name and into a last name that's also not a normal last name, I had to go with Russian KGB agent Nick Rafcosnick wow. because, you know, why not? I mean,. Listen, I'm not going to tell anybody about your days in the KGB, <laughs> so hopefully they're not listening and there's no, you know, discrepancies there. But man, we've got an awesome episode today, right? We even have a special yeah. guest.
2: We do. Brad
1: our beer correspondent is is on the show with us today. What's going on, Brad?
0: Gentlemen, how's it going? I'm glad to be back. You guys have uh, done so much since the last time I was on. I'm happy to be welcome back and be Tackle in some great topics today. That's uh, right, man. It has, yeah. it
1: has been a minute. We've had like guest after guest, and then Nick, he's like, "We we got to get our beer course back on one here. What about Brad? What about and Brad?" I, I will and say so, this, Bruno.
2: Uh, as of today, you know our our last uh, episode with with Brad's beers is still our most downloaded episode.
1: <laughs> how yeah. about that, listeners?
2: So, so you know you're getting a treat more.
1: when we got Brad mm-hmm. on the stream, okay? He's got beer in hand Yes, right now. We're watching him through our Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash Quit the Build. You guys can always find us on there. We record the uh, episodes live, we go live on with Twitch them. before we put them on the podcast for the people to hear how about that.
2: It's incredible, So but it's true.
1: we have, it is, we do. And we've got some amazing things coming down the pipeline. I I can't quite share them with you yet, but we have some awesome things in store. But what I can share with you is that we do have a merch giveaway every month for our listeners. All you have to do is write us a review on Apple Podcasts. um, And we're looking for genuine reviews here. So just listen to one of the episodes, give us a review, and you'll be entered every month to get an exclusive merch pack from the Pierce Unlimited Pop Art Vault. And Nick, it's the first of the month, right? Yeah.
2: Yes. So I think we need to actually announce the winner. Is that correct? That is going to be Island Viking 1 is our big winner. Hey! Congratulations to you. Yeah, absolutely. And he says uh, with his review, uh, awesome content, awesome hosts, awesome podcast. These guys are hilarious. Really refreshing to hear a gaming podcast. It's not only relevant and up-to-date, but with hosts that are clearly ultra-passionate about gaming and everything to do with it. He gave us a 12 out of 10 on a five-star chart. I that wow! I didn't even we know that was possible. The park,
1: that but was hey. like this yeah. is Ken Griffey Jr. style right here. <laughs> and speaking of baseball, we have yeah. baseball coming up in the news later on. I can't it wait is. to tackle it. Yeah, as law is as well as what else, Nick? What else is on the docket for us uh, for uh-huh. today's show? Not only with the baseball, but yeah. I think we got some other things.
2: Yeah, so yeah, we're, a little bit later we'll be talking about MLB the show and how that's going to be coming over to the Xbox Game Pass, which is a very interesting addition, and we'll we'll get into why later. Um, and also talking about the fact that the uh, the Xbox fridge is actually be going to be made for the public after a very interesting showdown on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, don't don't miss that one. And of course, if we're gonna have Brad on. We have to have a Brad's Beer segment. He's brought one of his beers from our blog <laughs> article that he put up there at uh, quitthebuild.com slash blog. Um, so we'll be, we'll be talking about that beer as well. But, uh, of course, yeah, the, the big news that we have to get into today, Bruno, and this is all about Super Mario Brothers. So you might recall uh, a while back in the podcast, we talked about the Nintendo PlayStation. Ironically, I think it, we had Brad on when, when, <laughs> when we were talking about the Nintendo PlayStation and how not at not the bad. time— <laughs> Yeah, the, there's only a couple made, right? And at the time, yeah. it was sold for like three hundred thousand dollars, or somewhere around what the the person paid for it on eBay. Yeah, and we were, we were making fun of them for for spending three hundred thousand dollars on the first bid. Well, lo and behold, <laughs> fast forward to today, buy yeah, it now. buy it now, yeah, I'll make it an offer they can't refuse. But um, <laughs> the there's a copy of Super Mario Brothers that has actually sold for six hundred thousand dollars more than that 660 is the exact number um and this article article is from uh, NewsWatchTV.com. so there was a sealed copy um that was graded very high and uh, of course that, that that grading scale they used to determine you know the the quality of something that's a collector's item and uh on april 2nd yeah, as of as of recording this, that they, it sold for a record shattering six hundred and sixty thousand uh, wow. dollars, which is more than double of what the most the previous most expensive gaming. So this is the most expensive gaming sale. Ever in terms of just a, a collectible item, Jeez. um, more than doubling what, what came before with the uh, with the Nintendo PlayStation, it's just absolutely absurd. Like, uh, so the most expensive game ever sold since we're, we were we yeah. were talking about hardware with the Nintendo PlayStation, but in terms of actual games, the most yeah. expensive before this was a sealed copy of. Uh, Super Mario Brothers for $114,000 from the Jeez. same auction house um and then Super Mario Brothers 3 later got sold for about 156,000 and now people people be buying games for we're we're getting close to a million dollars for a single game can you believe it
1: well the money the money thing is just blowing me away because we've got you know Charizard cards going for 300 some 160,000 dollars yep. I don't know what they were but it was it was you know, astronomical prices for one single card. So the fact that we've got a, an actual game that's selling for that much blows my mind, too. I can't imagine how I could get the wife on board with this one. Brad, do you, <laughs> what's the most you've ever spent on a single game? Not not like uh, Fortnite, but
0: like what's the most you've ever spent in terms of like just one game? Well, I mean, without thinking about like deluxe editions or platinum editions, right? That come with all that extra content. I mean, I, I'm I feel like I'm a pretty generic dude. I buy the fifty nine ninety nine copy, right? I mean, yeah, you know. Right. So, so they the even conceptualize spending over half a million dollars on a game that I won't open, <laughs> I won't even open it. It's going to stay sealed. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you're not. Good. Yeah, that would be terrible. That would be terrible. That'd yeah. be the Banksy
1: of things to do. <laughs> it's just going to be that there the it's most wild, Banksy though. thing to do you just buy the game and you're like the minute you get it you just rip open the plastic and you try and put, put it into an NES you're like yeah, it doesn't work let me blow Sit on there it and real blow quick through.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah this is wild so the reason why this particular copy sold for so much is that it's essentially the oldest known version of it that's been made, especially at such a high quality, okay? The reason Mm -hmm. being they're talking about how um, the game was released in the later part of 1986, and there was a very limited run that Nintendo had that had certain things about it that were different. And I know like, when you're a collector, this is the kind of thing that you're looking for. Yeah, like totally. the the Nintendo logo doesn't have a, a a little restricted trademark thing there in the in the corner, Ooh. and that's one of the telltale signs that you have a version from this. This is kind of like you know a Pawn Stars thing of I got to call in my guy, and he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I have it's to, the, to, the it, Shadowless I, card. You know, yeah. it's
0: the sh- it's the, the gray stamp. or the yeah. yeah, the gray stamp <laughs> first edition, not yep. the black, the gray stamp first edition. Yeah.
2: Um. So just because of, of that, that lack of a symbol there, but also yeah. all these other little subtle things about it, they were able to date it so far back that it's you know, they said it, that, that this was the uh, the fourth version that was ever produced. And the window of production for this particular run was so short and so limited that it's just it's basically a timeless artifact um, wow. and of course not only do you but th- th- that's the thing about collecting these kind of things right is not only do you have to keep it and have that that one specific version of it, but you have to keep it in mint condition because like how many how many of us, kept you know our copies of super mario brothers obviously we're gonna open it we're gonna yeah. play it and i'm just I'm, I'm always amazed when when someone ends up having something like this because all i can think is like how did you know like what did you do like what, what, what were the series <laughs> of events you know? that led you to today where you're like yeah i'm gonna go for it and like i have something really special you know that's yeah. different from other because anybody can just buy something and hold on to it and hope that you know having it in mint condition in 20 30 years is gonna be worth something but you look at things like baseball cards like we talked about in a recent episode or yeah. like you know Beanie Babies and that kind of thing and it's like what did that didn't mean anything. There Speaking were, of Beanie Babies, have you yeah.
1: seen that picture of the actual like there's an actual Couple like that got divorced and they are sorting out and splitting beanie babies right in front of the judge on the on like the courtroom floor. <laughs> this is Have a you recent seen that This is a no 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 no, no, no. it's not uh, a recent thing, it's from the like nineties, like straight from the nineties. There yeah. was like there was like a uh you know a guy and a woman that got divorced, and oh my they they literally had a collection of beanie babies and they split them up right there on the courtroom floor in front of the judge. And I just can't imagine <laughs> sitting there with my wife and being like you're not getting the princess diana bear I that's don't right even, don't even think about it you're not that's the getting
2: valuable it. one yeah
1: <laughs> did you ever have beanie babies brad <laughs> uh,
0: you know my sister did and and i know that okay. i know that that situation is very clear but getting back to what nick said the one thing i remember if i recall about that game is that was a black box too right so not only keeping that pristine but black mm. in itself a nick a scratch sun damage fading So to be able to warrant that type of a sale and keep it that in pristine condition versus like a white box or something, it just, again, it gets back to Nick's point about what were they doing? Did they just like buy it and put it away? Like, it got buried. It got left behind because I know for me, anything right. black it shows dirt, dust, any nicks, any scratches. So the fact that this thing is is it got such a rating to be that pristine is quite remarkable. I mean, yeah. honestly, I can't imagine holding
1: on to something for well, I can't I can't imagine holding on to something for that long, but I can't imagine. You know, with the amount of moves that I've had in my life, to that, it to you, like you said, to keep it, you know. In grade A condition, you know, maybe he kept this under like vault lock and key, you know, just like he had a fire safe and he's like, don't touch that. You know what that is? That's the fire uh, flood safe that contains the original Super Mario Brothers. I know it's going to be worth something one day. So (laughs) that's my ticket out of here in 30 years. Yeah, (laughs) that's my ticket. That's my that's my investment right there. I mean, so there there was a huge like we have to go back. Nintendo was huge. It was right. huge. So this was really, really. It was in the media. It was everywhere. It was. It was the the latest craze. So I think there were tons of people that foresaw that type of investment in the past and then preserved it for the future, they're doing it with like Pokemon cards, like right? Like there's like yeah. Pokemon cards that people are still opening like the original starter packs from the 90s, so right. obviously and, and my dad did the same thing my dad would would buy collectibles and keep them in the box and he was the type of he was the type of dad that if he thought there was value in something that he was getting me, like Ninja Turtles or something, um, and it's so funny that he didn't actually do it He's like, I don't see any value in these. Right. But... He, you know, he would buy two versions, like one for me to play with and then one to keep in the box and then have, and yeah, it's very smart like that. Mm -hmm. So, but then again, you're talking about, okay, well now I got to buy two of everything because I still want to play Mario,
0: (laughs) you know? So one, two points. I'm with you, Bruno. I actually have, my uncle did it for me. So the first seven years of my life, I still have today. I've been put, packed away, sealed, unopened tops, the full collection of Major League Baseball Tops baseball cards, the entire set for that year, that year's release. Wow. So I have 88 wow. to like 95 uh, and I haven't touched them. But two questions wow. come to mind. One, when you do that, you're banking on that that particular thing is going to hold value. How do we know yeah. today that whatever we decide that is going to be is going to hold value, right? Same thing with Beanie Babies or any example, right? At the time they were popular, but how do you know, how do you, can you project that that's going to hold value? But then two, it's also now thinking ahead in the future, maybe some why some of these are maintaining and gaining value is everything's going digital. So are we going to have cartridges going forward? Are we going to have game boxes? Are we going to have things that exist beyond the digital world and, and actually you can hold and touch and be like, yeah, this was a game that I played? So, it's. It, it, and I it's, think that's
1: that's a good point. Like, I think that's the. I think that's the point. Like, when we talk about you know something that's printed, it's something that it it doesn't have the the same value as as a physical object like a game cartridge. And I think that's where we make the distinction, right? Like, that's why I'm not sure we'll ever see. A char, a normal like Pokemon card go for six hundred thousand dollars, like, right. <laughs> and 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 at least not not right now. Yeah, I think we're because there's you can get it from someplace else, and you have to realize the the amount of times that they printed something versus an actual cartridge cartridge, like Nick said, that it was a limited run edition of a game that there were maybe only. 50 to hundred made or something right. like that at first before they were like, Oh, let's switch it back and do this. So when you're talking about something physical, as long as it hasn't been printed in a, in a certain way, I think it has a lot more value, um, you know, in the long run. And I think that's the, that's the problem with baseball cards and football cards. There were so many of those cards that were printed that it was hard for people to trade them and find the exact, uh, card that they were looking for I know my dad tried yeah. to find them and, and collect the whole series and whatnot and he had a hard time doing it You'd go from pawn shop to pawn shop mm-hmm. but now you hop on eBay and you're just like Jerry rice rookie card Whatever you want and yep. Y- yep and you you can get one so I remember he paid like 120 180 bucks for a Jerry rice rookie card after my dad passed away um long after he passed away before I moved out to California I was like I'm gonna tr- see if I can sell some of these cards you know see what's see what i can get out of them. that's why he bought them so that i could you know as an investment yep. i go to the pawn shop to sell a jerry rice rookie card thinking maybe i'll get like 50 bucks for it or something like that yeah. there are three in the case oh. for 20 dollars a piece i was like womp, what womp. my dad looked forever to find this and yeah. now there's three of them right there like couldn't oh. believe it so that's devastating yeah, I, yeah, yeah, it really was. It was, like, one of those things where I was glad he wasn't alive to to know that, like, the investment that he had for these cards ended up being nothing because of something like eBay. Because yeah. eBay came along and was like, nope.
2: <laughs> so. Yep. Yeah. Here's the here's the actual value of that card based on you, yeah. know, you know capitalism. But I yeah. mean, it, the, the crazy thing is, and you were talking about how uh, like like Brad with you know people owning you know unopened packs of cards and you're banking on the value. You're right. And what's crazy is that a lot of it's it's almost like gambling now, where some people will buy like these old like first edition Pokemon expansion or Pokemon trading card packs or like Magic the Gathering packs. Oh yeah. And they'll buy like a box of these for like you know a, a four figure sum. And it's essentially gambling because you know the the estimated value of you getting one of the rare cards is built into that cost of well it's a thousand dollars for the box but you could have a card inside that's worth ten thousand yeah. you know you could pop a black lotus in in uh, in Magic the Gathering and so like they'll they'll do that and then they have these big streams or these live events where like we're gonna unbox these cards and like whenever someone actually gets the valuable one like they're shaken like it's just like it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy because they 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 actually got you know the thing that they were <gasps> looking for. Don't touch it. Where's that card sleeve?
0: Look don't look at it.
2: Where's that yeah, card exactly. sleeve?
0: I got to get in the card sleeve. do this. Yeah.
2: But uh yeah, it's it's a crazy world, but yeah, it is cool to see, you know, a piece of of history and especially one that on the other side of it is one of the most common things that is collected like carts of Super Mario Brothers or like Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. They're very common. Like they yeah. they they ship with the NES. There's nothing unusual about them. It's it's a staple of gaming history that was mass produced. So it, and it's not that long ago. Like the eighties weren't that far in terms of a long-term collector's item. So they're getting farther, good. Nick. They're getting
1: further. Uh, I know. I'm
2: <laughs> trying to make myself not old. feel old, okay? <laughs> My goodness. But hey, so much more gaming news to get to, so we will get to it right after this.
1: And we're back. It is f- 4:15 p.m. and I hope you're having a great afternoon out there. We're gonna get into the afternoons sometimes because I feel like maybe you're listening yep. to this one like your way home or you maybe have done it's a lot of afternoon. mornings lately. Yeah, I have. Yeah, and so uh, but we did hit one in the morning, so we I did have get to, one. Yeah. you know, I have to like say that maybe people are listening to podcasts more so <laughs> in the morning. I don't know. I if don't know. you if you want to let us know when you're listening to the podcast, you can always leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, we do a giveaway, and I just wanted to circle back to that, our, our giveaway. We have announced uh, April's win- or March's winner, excuse yeah. me, which was Island Viking 1. So, thank you, Island Viking, for leaving an awesome review. I believe that's Russell. So, yeah. woohoo to Russell for that. Big winner. Um, and uh, yeah, so you can be a winner too. Every month we're doing a giveaway. All you have to do is leave us a review, and boom, you're entered. So, with that said, moving on. Oh, yeah. you can be a winner if you get what Nick
2: <laughs> game pass I tell you yeah. <laughs> I you know Why is we it- we Why keep is saying it like second thing, it's dude. like yeah it is it's always the second segment is Game Pass isn't it uh, you know yeah. it, it's just crazy we keep saying it like uh, surely we're not going to come back to this yep. or talk about it and like we said we, we when we kind of put a disclaimer on this in the past we talk about the news and mm-hmm. X, uh, Xbox Game Pass continues to make the news for different reasons and just when you think you've heard it all they keep it going you know recently they announced they are a lot of uh, doing a lot of backwards compatible titles uh, Xbox and Xbox 360 titles that they're putting on game pass that that kind of made the news but this one absolutely blew up the headlines and I, there's a good reason behind it right so mlb the show yeah, a big franchise tip. that formerly was a a sony thing you know it's yeah. literally developed and produced by a sony studio like that it's their studio that makes it is not only coming to xbox but it's coming to game pass and will be available on day one when it launches wow. on april 20th now sony had put out a a press release, I want to say a couple weeks ago, where they were like, hey, we're going to start putting out our games on other platforms. Like, we knew that 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 was going to happen, but we didn't exactly know what they meant by that. They didn't really share any specifics. But now we can see that apparently it means that not all games, but whatever makes sense, especially if it's something that's available through EA's EA, EA Play, right, which is a part of Game yeah. Pass Ultimate, um, is going to be something that we see on Game Pass. So sure enough, MLB The Show is making an appearance, and the first AAA MLB game since uh, about 2013, I think, was the last time that we had a game like that uh, up here on Xbox it was really a PlayStation thing.
1: Cuz we haven't had like an MLB 2K, right? There hasn't been like an MLB 2K since 2013 because I'm pretty sure the show got right. exclusive rights to uh baseball sort of like Madden has exclusive rights to football. Yeah. Um and that's really interesting because First of all, everyone knows that that's what the major leagues are called. For those of you who don't know, it's called The Show. Welcome the show. to the big show. That's... <laughs> <laughs> That's the, I don't know why it was coined that, but that's what it is. And aside, it's about time that we get a baseball game because there's way too much baseball to begin with. Baseball started now. Like baseball goes from late March into like October. It's like nine months. It really is. So many games of baseball. And yet they like had an exclusive to an entire console that's a big blow. That's a big yeah. blow. Now, now, Brad, you're a baseball fan, and you mentioned earlier that this might be the tipping point for you to actually join and, and sign up for Xbox Game Pass. What are your thoughts on this?
0: I'm I'm very excited. I was just waiting for you to kick it to me because I've been waiting for <laughs> this, and we've talked. I think the last time I was on, we debated the Game Pass, and I said I was an Xbox Live Gold only person it worked for me yeah. but the fact that mlb the show is now coming to xbox on the game pass f- basically free of charge is included i am a baseball uh, of all the sports games i love the baseball games the most you go back to original nintendo super nintendo king griffey jr and 64 and i had mlb the show uh, or mlb k213 i think was a lot like you said i i had yeah. games up to the point that Whatever Xbox or the other developers are putting out that would be on Xbox was out. It just didn't. It didn't cut it, right? It didn't meet the expectations yeah. of the show. I've been waiting now almost a decade. To get that back, right? And, and I, love wow, right. I, love, wow. I love the career mode. I love, I love the the manager mode where you manage a team through the season. You draft players. Yeah. You you trade players because it is such a long season. It's 162 games, right? It's not. It really. It's is. not football, it's, it's right? Nuts. It's not seventeen. <laughs> yeah. Seventeen. It's 162, right? So there's so yeah. many averages and matchups, you know, in the way you you know strategize with your bullpen. Like so, for me, I mean, I told you guys earlier, this might be. The tipping point for me to go from Xbox Live Gold to getting the Game Pass.
2: And that's all it took. All these all games, <laughs> Bethesda getting in there, just like banger after AAA banger, and it was baseball that finally baseball. said, oh, here comes bread.
1: <laughs> well, see, I think that's really interesting, though, because I think everyone has that game. Yeah. Like I think everyone has a game that yes. they're like, you know, if, if, and I do too, I've mm-hmm. told Brad, like, you know, I, I don't feel the need to buy the PlayStation five, this, this go around. I have, I've gotten the, I got the PS3. This will be the first PlayStation I haven't bought. Like it truly will be the first PlayStation I haven't bought. Yeah. Um, and I think that says a lot because we're moving into an era where, First of all, games are, you know, being shared around the world, you know, around each platform. So there's only a few things that like you can't get your hands on. And I just, you know, we're like I said, we're getting into this point where there's such a great value from Xbox. And if it were Grand Theft Auto, that's my game. Like if, yeah. it, if that became a PlayStation exclusive, I would jump on board and I'd be like, I got to get a PS5. I got to just right. for this game. But I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, I think we're going to continue to move into exclusivity for Xbox in terms of uh, Game Pass material because that's the real seller here. And I think PlayStation is going to continue with new IPs, which has been their bread and butter from the, from the get go.
2: Right. You know, it, it's the important thing that's coming out of this is it, it's forcing Sony to respond. And I, I want to preface mm. this because I know I know we keep talking about it, but I want to make clear. You know, we're, the, the purpose of the of, of our our podcast or just gaming news in general isn't to bash one side or the other. And yeah. I know that to this day, for whatever reason, there's this endless console war of people picking a side, and it's like politics. Like yeah. you know, our, hooray for our tribe and boo for the other tribe. And <laughs> when when something happens that's bad for us, like or it's bad, it's you know, we have to spin it and all that kind of thing and like and, yeah. and like play defense you know like yeah. i'm i'm a proponent of, of google stadia but i know its flaws i know what's wrong yeah. with it i would never fanboy for that service i just yeah. appreciate what it can do for me and so you know it, it's it what I don't want to see is is this kind of thing happens, and this is a major blow in terms of you know people from Sony. If you, if you if you have a PS five and you have no plans to get an Xbox and you were going to get MLB the game, you have two options. Well, actually, no, you have one option: is you are going to buy <laughs> it for seventy dollars, right? Because PS, the Sony's been talking about increasing the cost of their games. Yeah. So you are looking at a seventy dollars purchase versus the That's guy crazy. on Game Pass that. This was already budgeted out. It's just a free Um, bonus for them, you know? Or if they are hopping on, it's $1. (laughs) <laughs> come on yeah. you know and well, that's tough I mean, and but... the
1: fact that it's got EA Play yeah. too like you know right. if so if you're a sports guy like mm-hmm. if you're Mr. Sports and that's Brad you've got you've got access to all the Madden games you've yeah. got uh, MLB The Show now you have uh, NBA 2K or uh, not NBA 2K but yeah you're, you're right I think it's NBA 2K yeah. is it, is I it that's in Game Pass it. Yeah. as well? but you've got the uh, EA has uh, NHL and then there's FIFA and F1. So, I mean, the list just goes on in terms of what EA actually has – uh, in store. And now that they've acquired Codemasters, they really will have, uh, F1 in their back pocket. So Brad, you've got to be excited about this. Is this enough? Is this enough for you to, to jump on game pass or to be like, you know, to at least talk to your wife and be like, Hey honey, look at the value of this because you know, we've got Xbox live gold. That is no longer Xbox live gold. Like it's Xbox network. Yes. So it's moving away from this gold. So, in the in down the road, there might not be a need for Xbox Live Gold. It might be the Xbox Network slash Game Pass. I don't know if they'd ever get rid of it, but you know, is there enough value in something like that where you could say, okay, well, I don't have enough time to devote to necessarily one game, but if I you know sample a variety of games then i've got my money's worth
0: oh well first of all i think she's tuning in and listening live so yes (laughs) i will i will go on record and say yes and for two reasons one as an aside i think we saw the latest xbox live free game drop this month and i know you both for for a while now those those releases have been uh, I would say, less than exciting, right? So the, the concept and yeah. the me- the method and the Im- the uh, input of gold has kind of lost its esteem anyway. And you can see Microsoft really putting their focus on the Game Pass. And the fact now that you can say you get that breadth of variety, I mean, like you said, just EA Play now with MLB The Show, I mean, as a sports fan, if I can go from Madden to FIFA to F1 now, now to MLB The Show... I mean, I can really, and that's just in the sports genre, right? I mean, we haven't even, yeah, you know, we've covered yeah. all the other games and with the, the new developers and you know other ones. Need coming for Speeds on, on I mean, there.
1: I mean, that's a there's there's quite a few Need for Speed games on there. Um, there's also the Dirt series. I don't know if you've ever played yeah. that, but that's you know Dirt like five. rally racing. Yeah. yeah, there's
0: it's the it's the new gold it's the new gold standard. What what else is out there that can really compete or even say that's got an iota of what to, to offer that the game pass does and and that's really i think totally. the model right if, if xbox can continue microsoft can continue to take these exclusives and bring them onto the game pass you're eating away at playstation's model right it's model of exclusivity yeah. and these exclusive c- titles that draw you to that that platform and all of a sudden now it's 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 like netflix netflix set the bar right and now everyone else is trying to compete you've got paramount you've got discovery plus you've got hulu so Microsoft yeah, because it's was, not
1: just enough to have, right. it's not just enough to have like, um, like oh, we're going to have a catalog of previously viewed stuff here. We've got to create our own content. And you're right, like Netflix has done that. We're starting to see that with Hulu. We're starting to see that with... Um, all these big networks. Paramount Plus is going to revive Rugrats. Mm-hmm. That's like, great. I'm super excited about that. Yeah, so, voice actors and all. You know, as right as a millennial, that is like right up my alley, and definitely one of the reasons I'm joining into to Paramount Plus. So, you know, if you can have that added value, it it it's almost it's almost a question of like when you will buy it not mm-hmm. if you will buy it because yeah. it's such a great value
0: now i'm, yeah. I, I'm now <laughs> <laughs> all it took was baseball. Yeah, <laughs> it's
2: happening. Yeah, yeah. Finally, after all this time. But yeah, it's just, it's very cool. And like, like I was saying with, with the with the Sony thing, you know, what I don't want to see is for uh, Xbox to continue to just dominate. Like, I want to see Sony step up. Yeah. I, and we've talked about this before and they have made great moves. I think that their, their play at home initiative and all the games they released on that was a great response. On the last episode, we talked about how they're offering a $1 uh, month of PS Now, you know, to kind of, but yeah. it, everything that they have to do, is just to try and play catch up to the hype that's surrounding the yep. Xbox and the conversation that's happening. You don't really see Sony trending on Twitter right now, but it seems like Xbox and Microsoft and, you know, a game that's coming to Xbox Game Pass. That's all that's popping up on Twitter anymore. Yeah. And, you know, that that when when that's happening, you know, you have to be looking at that from a corporate perspective and being like, you know, what are we gonna do here? like what's our game plan? because it just it seems more and more like the conversation this generation is gonna be about Xbox and what Xbox yeah. is doing and what everyone else is doing to try and keep up with Xbox. Um, and you know it, it just it just seems like with every new story that 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 might my, my take on that kind of solidifies. So it's gonna be well, very and interesting. I'm, yeah
1: and I've and I've said this before, you know, this PS fans have a lot to look forward to. Yeah. with playstation but it's not a now you know a now thing whereas right. the xbox game pass is a now thing things are there now there's a reason to have it. there's a reason to get it you know you could get more right now from an xbox series x or s than you could from a playstation 5 you know, and and this was this this is you know computing you know processing power aside, right. just the fact that like if you have access to Game Pass or you get on Game Pass, you're going to have more more value out of your Xbox than you would if you had PlayStation because. They're kind of dragging their feet on that. And you're right. I want a reason to come back. I want a reason to come back to to the old PlayStation. And honestly, it's a lot of the old stuff. It's not the new stuff. Like, I miss the games that I played on PlayStation 2. Yeah. Uh, those are some of my favorite games that I grew up with. And so n- to not have access to those is kind of a bummer. And I'd like to see that change uh, in PlayStation's favor. But moving on.
2: Oh, my gosh. And yeah, so another story popping up. This one is... You know, every now and then something fun, fun comes across when I'm uh, when I'm prepping for the show, and this one is fantastic. So, of course, one of the the biggest tweets that happened with uh, Xbox um, in the last year or so was about the Xbox Series X fridge. Remember, they put out this 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 teaser. Oh, Remember, we were oh, all yeah. like, "What's what's this going to oh, be?" Yeah. And it wound <laughs> up being this fridge. And the thing got a crazy amount of engagement. There was almost two hundred thousand likes on this thing. Tons of comments. Everybody talking about it. It was a genius, you know, kind of advertisement in and of itself. Yeah. And it was very cool to see. And but when they actually released it, they did make them. Okay, the Xbox fridges were made, yeah. but they were only offered they sent them to, to people too. Yeah. Snoop
1: Dogg got one. Right. So they
2: had a contest. So did I, so did I,
1: Justine, I think. <laughs> Yeah, Listen, right. I gotta, t- I gotta say, there's, there's nothing yeah. that makes me saltier than seeing her get gaming stuff. It really, this is, this is a topic for Uh-oh. another episode. But I'm, I'm just, I get salty when she gets stuff because I'm like, she's not even a real gamer.
2: Right. <laughs> just- I mean, I think anybody can appreciate a, uh, a, a fridge that looks like an Xbox, right? But. Uh- <laughs> You're right though. Yeah, yeah that's, it's not right. It's not fair. Um, but yeah, they did. They did a contest to let let people um, win one, but they also sent them, you know, as a, as a kind of a social media stunt, and it worked. Um, and as a result of that, it became one of the most liked tweets of of 2020. And so Twitter has this competition where they the, the yeah. best of tweet brand. Um, where where they will kind of recap the the craziest you know brand tweets you know because these days when you're a, when you're a big company you gotta have Twitter game you know yeah. you gotta be yeah. maybe not 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 quite quite like Wendy's where you're just on there like bashing people that are that're bashing Wendy's, Wendy's. Is
1: savage bro they are savage they don't care and yeah. I got, they got the breakfast to back it up okay so yeah. that's how you know Wendy's is on their game they're they're straight from the from the morning they're ready yeah. to go. Like, I don't know, it's something about them potato wedge fries that you can only get for their breakfast, but mm. Wendy's knows what's up. Like, they hop out of bed salty, okay? Literally, they do. yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> they yeah. literally hop out of Already bed salty. Already salted, yeah. <laughs> They're the official sponsor of the NCAA March Madness. Just Wendy's wow. breakfast. like Just Wendy's it makes, for breakfast. Makes no sense to me, yeah. It's just like, yeah. not, not, not Wendy's as a whole, mind you, Okay, mm-hmm. just Wendy's breakfast.
2: <laughs> well, it's been a big thing right now of trying to keep up with McDonald's in terms of their breakfast game. I'm trying to get the little, little piece of that pie, right? Like Taco Bell tried to bring back breakfast there for a little while, and uh, oh my gosh. But yeah, talking about uh, Xbox, though, who does not offer breakfast, unfortunately. One of the few things oh. you can't get on Game Pass is uh, a delicious... But you can put uh, your
1: breakfast in the Xbox fridge. <laughs> you
2: could put it in the fridge, Bruno. Well played. So they had the best of tweet brand bracket championship on Twitter where they took all of these like top tweets from companies and let people vote on which one they liked more. And it got down to the finals. And it was the Xbox fridge tweet versus a tweet from Skittles. Okay. Now listen. Taste the rainbow. People love Skittles. People go yeah. nuts for Skittles. Mm. Skittles has they a do. strong Twitter game. They've done yeah. some crazy stuff on there, and so it was going to be down to the wire. And boy was it! Because at the very end of this thing, Xbox only got like a like a, like a fraction of a percentage to win this thing out. Um, after over three hundred three hundred thousand people voted, so like fifty point five percent to like forty nine point five. It was absurd, wow. and. At the very end, okay, both companies got very, very personal. Not personal, but they put some skin in the game, okay? So <laughs> they saw how close it was, and Xbox came out and said, okay, guys, if we win, we are going to make the Xbox Series X mini fridge available to the public. Very cool. I like it. Yeah. And the Xbox people said, fantastic. Retweet. Let's get this thing out there. Let's get this done. And <laughs> good, then good Skittles, Skittles shows up and says, oh, hold on. Hold We're going to make a
1: Skittle the size of a fridge.
2: No dang that that might have actually won (laughs) skittles tried their best but i'm I'm actually gonna say this skittles you you goofed with this one they said okay if we win we're gonna bring back the lime skittles really the lime skittles
1: okay so i have a theory yeah and it's not my theory but it's a uh one of the um one of my friends he has this theory right and it's that Skittles all taste the same, that there's no difference, like there's no change between That's one or the statement. other. And and so I, I think he's half right. I okay. think there are like maybe two flavors, two, three flavors of Skittles that the candy coating is what you're ma- mainly tasting right. in that. But the actual center part of the Skittle, there might be like a, a citrus flavor.
0: You're saying too, Brad? The grape is different. And yeah. then the yellow one, whatever the yellow is, yeah. is it lemon? Yeah, I, I mean, but all the other ones taste the same. Yep, or, or orange, red, green, they're yeah, all the same. So you, I think the green you can't tastes taste the like rainbow. the lemon one. Yeah, <laughs> you can taste part <laughs> of the rainbow. <laughs>
2: right, yeah, two fifths. Are, 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 are we all taste colorblind or are we maybe I don't know I need to do like a I need to do like a colorblind taste test now I gotta I gotta put this theory to to work
1: yeah because see now I've done that before that's how we've done it we've done a like we did this at the uh like you know church youth right okay. You know you're just like yeah. close your eyes I'm gonna put a skittle on your mouth you taste it and tell me what flavor it is and no one got them right no that's one a, got I, them right I can't so, believe it yeah, it's it's I don't know if it's just because we're that like dulled to our senses to be right. like or if just the fact that we look at skittles and we're like this is red, so it's cherry like, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, like <laughs> they they play to all our senses, right? uh you know your 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 visibility, your nose, your mouth, but we we see so much with our eyes that it overcomes some mm. of our other sense, right? Yeah. So we want to believe that red is cherry or yeah. red is strawberry. Orange is orange, which
2: what else is orange? <laughs> but like,
0: you know what I mean? Like yeah. we convince ourselves when we see something
2: that that's what it's supposed to taste like. Yeah. I'm going to be doing a deep so, dive on this one. I'm going to get back yeah. to you. Uh, this, 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 it's, this it's, yeah. yeah.
1: I feel it's almost like, you know, how when we found out, like, I don't know if you know this, but like Kit Kats, the center of Kit Kats is just mashed up Kit Kat. Like oh, wow. the, the wafer stuff inside yeah. is just, they just basically took regular Kit Kats, mashed them up, put them in between mm. layers of chocolate. And that's what, what? a Kit Kat is. is just, it's wow. made of itself. Exactly. So what if Skittles is the same way? Or like, do you remember when Tootsie Roll came out with the, uh like secret flavor and they were like if you guess the flavor of the secret flavor you win all this money right they were like they like they like they're like we'll give you the company we'll give you the company they were you get it all you get the whole company the keys to the company because they were that sure that no one would figure it out and all these years later we now realize that the reason was is because it was leftover flavors of all the other flavors combined. Wow. So it was like, you know, the leftovers in the barrel of orange and cherry, they just took all that combined it together yeah. and it was the leftover like multi-fruit flavor. So no yep. one could sit there and be like, "Oh, it's it's, you know, it's white cherry." Like, no, it's all the flavors combined. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so.
2: Morgan's
0: board of fruit.
2: I I have I have it's a charcuterie of fruit. Yeah, I have always had the stance that whenever a company comes out with like a mystery flavor of something, if it's like Skittles or Airheads or Oreos or whatever, it's it's a last second ditch play because they had some flavor that did not work. People did not like it, <laughs> and like it it, it it focus tested well, but mystery it did not turn flavor. out right. And they're like, "What do we do?" Uh color it white and call it a mystery flavor done. <laughs> Cause I think, I think it was, um, I think it, no, it wasn't Swedish fish, but I know Oreos did one that I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. But yeah, it, it but it, the, the, the long and short of it is that Skittles was a strong contender with this, with this competition. And so, yeah, they're like, we'll bring back the lime flavor, which was, it was not enough. It was not enough, and so ultimately, See, Xbox One. Like
1: conspiracy theories, wondering yeah. like, is there even a lime flavor Skittles? Let's get to the bottom. of We this. opened so... up a can of
2: worms that I was not we even really prepared did. for. <laughs> I, but now I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna follow up with you on this. I'm gonna get me a bag of Skittles. Skittles and, Gate. Skittles <laughs> <and>, uh... Gate. <laughs> We're gonna be getting a call from Big Skittles here soon. Men in uh, rainbow suits.
1: Big candy's gonna <laughs> give us a ring.
2: big candy oh my god! it's a new take
0: on the candy man giving you a call (laughs) oh my gosh
2: but yeah so as a result of uh xbox winning this competition we assume they're going to make good on their promise and they said yeah we're gonna make it available to the public and they're gonna send the first xbox uh series x fridge to skittles themselves as a show of good sportsmanship
1: (laughs) that's That's savage Yeah. There you go.
2: <laughs> now I have to give some credit here to Terry. I was talking to him earlier about this article and he made a good observation of if let's say that you bought chicken, okay? You bought some raw chicken from the store. You could take it home, store it in your Xbox fridge, and then when you want to make it, you can take it over to your KF console, cook it up real nice. It would be the world's first cross-platform chicken. Wow! Or yeah,
1: you could you could use the Bud Light console because there's also a Bud Light console. And get some beer with it as well. And, and get some, get some beer. beer. Yep, you could you could transfer right. that beer from mm-hmm. from uh, Xbox Series fr- fridge yeah. to uh, Bud Light console. And you know,
2: the year 2020, we we're talking about you know just like cross-platform and backwards compatibility. These days, we're talking about how can we get our chicken. To be cross-platform. I mean, welcome to the future, everybody. 2021, here we are. Really,
1: It sounds like something you'd see <laughs> in Sky Mall. You know, you're yeah. just sitting there waiting for your flight into Denver, and you're just like, huh, they've got a Bud Light that can also play video games. This is a Bud Light fridge video game console. How about that? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> That's all Sky Mall is. Oh it's just gosh. like two yeah. random things that don't go together that are
0: now together. Yeah. So, fried chicken console, here we come. Sounds like a poll. How many people have actually ordered something from Sky Mall? I really want to know. <laughs> I, I
2: really do. They wouldn't have, offer it if someone didn't buy it, right? They
1: have so right? many cool things in there. I yeah. like when you get to the back and you see all the like licensed stuff of like the actual Harry Potter wands, or like the they'll have like the Batman uh, batarang or something like that. And I'm like, that's what I want right there. <laughs> I Sky need a Mo- batarang. Yep.
2: <laughs> Can I have that now I was, before I land? I was,
1: you see, this is the this needs to be the future of because I wish I could just like call up one of the flight attendants right there and be like, yeah, I'm just gonna take the uh, the Harry Potter wand from page fifty seven and I'll take the battering <laughs> from page one hundred nine. Do you have that in the back? Like, <laughs> you yes, have we in do. The back <laughs>
2: of the airplane. <laughs> I love it. Down the cargo bay. That's what I want. Yeah. Amazing. But yeah, you know, it's very cool to see this. And, you know, we were talking before about Xbox really kind of dominating Twitter lately and Microsoft. And there you go. Like, they're literally being voted as, like, the greatest, you know, brand tweet of 2020 and as a result of it you know we're getting we're getting this fridge which is just pure ridiculousness it's probably going to be available in some limited quantity and for some you know high-end price you'll be lucky if you'll be able to purchase a day one you're not going to walk into your local you know Lowe's and they're going to have a an xbox one x fridge you know sitting, sitting right there but uh
1: you can actually win one on microsoft rewards
2: Seriously? Oh, they have. Yeah, a, yeah, your, they actually. Uh, yeah, with
1: your, if you have your points, you can actually redeem your points for a chance to win that, along with like. Oh yeah. I don't know. I think it's like the Rock's energy drink or something. I don't know. Maybe he has energy drink or something. Of
2: course does he, he does. Does
1: he have? Does I know he's got tequila? But yeah. I don't know. I think he's got. He...
0: it is it's coming out soon? It's a brand new project of his. I don't think it's released yet, but it's uh, it's coming out soon. There you. We'll so see. It might Zo- be a part Zoa? of that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what yeah, it is. Zoa? Yeah, yeah. 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 So there you XOA go. XOA or something like that. So, you Oh, know. of
2: course, with the X. You got to <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Of course. With the X. And, and, and,
0: and we all know, we all know Loki, the rock is totally in Fortnite as well. Right. So he's totally getting into the gaming uh, arena right now. Yes, so. there's That's rumors
1: right. that he is the foundation of. Um, which is totally I mean that sounds like the rock, you know. and he like did an Instagram. he did an Instagram post on the uh, release night of Fortnite and the la- very last thing he said was the foundation. And like, come on! Like, yeah. he didn't call out Fortnite by right. name, but if you go back and listen to the trailer, you're like, "That is Dwayne That's the him. Rock Johnson. Yeah. That's the guy. That is the people's, the people's elbow, the people's brow, the people's, the people's people."
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I guess look for uh, this thing to go on sale at some point in the near future. But uh, congratulations to Xbox again for uh, sticking it to Skittles. Take that, yes, big candy. Yeah.
1: Now, now, Brad. Moving over to your your segment, mm-hmm. a segment we like to call What's Brad Drinking?
0: Oh, well, thank you, guys. Well, I appreciate you guys uh, letting me come on and talk about this. If you guys haven't already seen, if you head over to quitthebuild.com and go to our blog section, I just posted another blog article on seven more video game-inspired beers. I wouldn't be doing justice to the blog or to the podcast if I didn't come here today and be drinking one of the ones that I posted on that article. What are you drinking? What you got? For those who are following us and watching us live on Twitch, your boy's got Juice Nukem live and in person right now. What a name. Look at that can. Look at this can, man. I mean... How, what do you do can with those cans? Have, How
1: do you not... You, you can't throw them away, right? You just have like a whole room of cans that you're just like, look at all these cool cans. Well,
0: when you have multiple cans <laughs> and you're having a good time, I mean, you can pick and choose, right? You save one, yeah. you throw one away. Yeah,
1: like we were talking about before, you know? You open one for you and then you save one for as a collector's item. That's He's going right. to resell these beers 20 years down the road. Little did I know that...
0: <laughs> <laughs> but But again, it's just a recognition of... Of the the we talked earlier about you know KFC to Bud Light the whole that that whole cross marketing branding this is a perfect example of that of gaming meets beer two different cultures two different standalone you know cultures that have such a following such a passion but then when you bring them together and you can find such a unique way to bring them together. Uh, for me being a fan of both, both atmospheres, this is, this is the culmination of what makes this the total experience from finding the can in the store, buying it, appreciating the can artwork, tasting the good quality beer. It's fantastic. And, and if you really want to know more about the flavor, the, 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 the feel, you know, the, the, along with what else we posted on, on the blog, please go check it out. This is, I mean, it's hoppy, it's juicy. It's, it's really, you know. As as Duke Nukem is, he he delivers a punch. This delivers a punch on on the
2: palate. So he does deliver a punch. I wish, I wish, I wish Duke Nukem got a, got a better deal with uh, Duke Nukem forever. It was such a shame to see how that whole thing turned out.
1: Wasn't that the longest game in production history?
2: I mean, it was essentially vaporware for the longest time. Now we kinda have, you know, a better better like hindsight on how the game, you know, got got dropped and sort of picked up and just kinda hopped from spot to spot. But I mean, obviously when the game came out, it was never gonna be up to people's expectations. But I mean, from what I've seen, people do play it, you know, to this day. They're they're okay with it. It's just man, it's just it's it, Duke Nukem was a staple back in the day, man. Yeah. Like especially in PC gaming, you know, I loved us, but the older games that were like platformers, they're still really fun to go back and play. And just that, definitely, we we talked about it before of a representation of like that '90s, you know, attitude and and being, yeah. you know, being hardcore and like the the, the, the deep gritty voice and the you know, the one off like movie <laughs> puns when you when you go into areas and um, it, it, that's great. Now, Brad, I have to ask, if it's Juice Nuke and what kind of what kind of juice are we talking about here?
0: Oh man, this is. I mean, think about. Nectarines, peaches, even almost kind of the sweetness of a bubble gum, mm. and almost kind of a little bit of an an herbal an herbal flair to it. Yeah. It's just it's so smooth. It's hop forward, and that that's the beauty of beer, right? Hops are kind of like. Um, almost like wine and vineyards with grapes, right? You have different w- different ones that lend different flavor notes, yeah. right? Yeah. And so you always want to blend together the right mixture. So this has Simcoe's, uh, Citra, Columbus, Mosaic, and Amarillo. And that five hop blend really gives you that kind of palate journey of upfront like fruitiness and sweetness, but then finish with a little bit of bitterness from the hops that give you that clean finish that really makes it such a wonderful drink. There you and, up. and shout out, shout out to Moonraker Brewing. Uh, they're in Auburn, California. They're the, the wonderful uh, brewers of this beer. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great, it's 8%. So, but it, it drinks like a single IPA and that's what really makes it dangerous is you get a little bit more bang for <laughs> your buck when it comes to the, to the booze factor, the Brad's booze factor. Maybe that's something we can work Brad's on this, booze end. this factor. <laughs> uh, this really delivers on that front, you yeah. know, and, and this really comes in at that, that balance of flavor, intensity, And enjoyment, and and that's what I remember about Duke Nukem. I mean, it was one of those that I just felt like you could get into that game and just wreak havoc. And it brought you that. There's a few games that give you that freedom and that that intensity of passion of like I'm just I'm going full bore and I'm gonna let I'm gonna let everyone have
2: it. Yeah, he did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, even even
1: the like can art, right? For the you know for our listeners, the can art has. Uh, a a cartoon drawing of of what would be Duke Nukem or Juice Nukem, and Juice Nukem. he's got he's got uh, hops grenades and what looks like a spatula with holes in it, which is very funny because that just brings back memories of. Uh, childhood like yeah. you know especially because we went to a private a very strict private school and they told us that they had a paddle with holes in it and
2: that they would beat us if oh I've seen the paddle
1: <laughs> did it really have holes in
2: it I, I went to the principal's office once yeah they showed you... me the uh they showed me the paddle right? I, I was like they one of the original out, principals you? they like... threatened
1: you like with like a gun they were like they like pulled up you don't want none of this and then <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: okay you, okay, you okay, don't mister. Want... okay mister okay <laughs> mister no, it was uh no, it was it was yeah, I, I actually went to the principal's office once. There was the like one of the first principals we had. Like he was old school. Yeah, and yeah. like you didn't mess with this guy. I don't remember what happened that landed me in the principal's office, but um you know, he was like, "Yeah, you see that right over there?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> if you come in here again, you're going to get it. You're going to get if, it. You're going to get it." I'm like, "Okay, I'm sorry." And I didn't, I didn't I didn't go back well, in again. That, it, it,
0: and as an aside, just from a, my science background uh, as an engineer, the reason why there's holes is it gives you a better ability to get a full swing. Yeah, because you've reduced the drag. Oh yeah, w- w- with a solid surface, <laughs> you're going to fight the wind, and you're not going to get as powerful. a <laughs> swing right. With some that holes, I want to really make it you're hurt. Beating
1: children. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's what. <laughs> and I'm you want those welts for when that's, I'm looking for like welts. weapons to beat children. I'm like, is this aerodynamic? Not only is it aerodynamic,
2: yeah. sir, but it
1: has a broad, flat surface. To hit the both cheeks of a,
2: of a small child. <laughs> it's yeah, it was a different era, thank god. Um, but you know, yeah, it's it's very cool and uh, yeah, awesome beer, Brad. As they say, you know, uh, as the BC boys would put it, it's uh, too sweet to be sour and too nice to be mean, right? It's uh, Duke Ooh. Nukem, uh, kind of contrasted with uh, with the sweet flavors of uh, various juices. Uh, very cool. And thanks so much for doing that. And yeah, make sure to check out uh, Brad's article on quitthebuild.com slash blog. He always uh, really brings his A-game with these things, his expertise, and collects these things and all sorts of other really cool. Call a Broody, by the way, awesome name for a beer. <laughs> however really that's, that That's a softball right there. <laughs> I mean, I'm not
0: trying to blow the blow the blog article too quick on the, on, on the podcast yeah. here, but we had Ninja Kirtles. We had conky dong I mean if you're any (laughs) a fan of any of the nostalgia nostalgia games I mean there's a beer there for you please go take a look take a read and uh you know it's really I'm loving that the fact that at least for me two of the areas that I'm super passionate about beer and gaming yeah have found this amazing way to kind of celebrate one another Right, yeah. and, and that's really what it is. Is right, we're a community. Right, we want to be here and celebrate each other, yeah. celebrate what we develop, celebrate what we we can produce, and. And it's great that we can find a way, and they've found a way. Brewers have found a way to to recognize and take ode back to the games that I think really shaped, uh, you know, our generation and what we what we enjoy.
2: Definitely, yeah. And it's yeah. It's, it's very cool that, uh, yeah, it's just it's just great that we're kind of being catered to with with these craft beers that people know. Like that's something that's going to catch our eye and be like, oh yeah, of course I'm going to try that once. Um, and that just like just like good box art back in the in the '80s and '90s, oh, you know, man. that having that having that cover art on the beer is is kind of a throwback to those days when like that's kind yeah. of what you had to go off of you didn't have fancy reviews you had to be like oh that's yeah true that guy looks like a winner with the spatula and uh yeah and <laughs> a, a ammo belt full of hops
0: hey nick i'll save one of these and maybe in 30 years we can sell it for 600 that's K. our <laughs>
2: ticket that's the one that's gonna be it 600 000. you never know here we go Oh, there my won't gosh. be
1: anything left in the can a will have all evaporated by then. It's just going to be like, <laughs> wait a minute, this was full when I got it. Now there's like, I don't know, a quarter of uh, beer yeah. in here
0: and it's all flat. <laughs> Hey, it's got a it's got a date of when it was canned, so we have a proof okay. of record. Yeah, that we it, have proof it, of can. You know, there Get we go. Get that thing in an
2: airtight container as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, Brad, thanks so much for coming on the show. It's always a treat to have you on, and uh, you know, it, it's it's like I said, it's a very cool part of the blog. Your previous uh, video game beer blog was by far one of our most viewed on the website, so uh, it's yeah. always cool to see that and uh, to have you contribute in that way. So thanks so much for coming on the show.
0: Well, thank you guys for having me again. It's great to be back and and be on the lookout. i've got some other new content coming out on the blog soon so as much as i love to be beer focused i'm also going to have some new things coming out so uh for all you guys out there that love quit the build and love what we do please check in and 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 check out what i've got coming out soon
2: i'm still calling him the beer correspondent bruno that's an amazing (laughs) job title
0: it is yeah (laughs) Hey, I-, I told you guys. If you guys want me to be live from somewhere drinking one of these <laughs> at the it. brewery, I want it. I can make it happen. I can make it happen. Everybody, checking wins. in live, <laughs> coming in live. I've got you know. Yeah. I'm there. That's right. Anyway, thank you guys again. <laughs> Love being on. Much appreciated. And keep doing what you're doing. You guys are doing a great job. Thanks so So. much,
2: man. Well, and hey, speaking of which, special thanks to all of our Patreon supporters like Nick Nick and Epic Capture Productions. And if you would like a shout out at the end of every episode, plus bonus content and even exclusive merch, you can support us today at patreon.com slash quit the build. Thanks everybody so much for doing that. Um, We're going to be putting out our new Nostalgia Vault episode on there with 90s board games was the, uh, the topic that we landed on. Patreon supporters, actually got to decide on that topic so uh, we're we're very excited to dive into that you'll see that on the Patreon site and so much more thanks so much to the people that are supporting us there and don't forget you can check out quitthebuild.com slash community as well if you'd like to get any of our very cool merchandise options um, all sorts of t-shirts like a Humphrey Springleaf t-shirt or oh, even yeah. the uh, you know the, the classic QTB uh, in, yep. in multiple different designs uh, they're they're very cool as well so make sure to check those out and uh, yeah what do you got for them Bruno?
1: Well I just got a word from our sponsor by Pierce Unlimited for marketing media that works in bespoke design to power your business visit pierceunlimited.com and be sure to visit quitthebuild.com where you can find all of our goodies from our blog to our community page uh, you can find us on socials there Twitter Facebook Instagram YouTube where we have sweet little clips and now. That- We're on Twitch too Hey how about that You can see us live The night before these air These always come out uh, Every Wednesday and Saturday For our podcast listeners So thank you so much for tuning in We do appreciate it We really love seeing the growth Week after week And we have some amazing things in store Uh, Some crossover episodes coming up Some goodies Some little secrets That we got Going to be sprinkling in here So it's going to be awesome We can't wait to share it with you But until next time For Nick and Brad, I'm Bruno. And for Bruno and Brad, I'm Nick. Peace out. What it do.